Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. out in the DC universe. Welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 46. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by batmanonfilm.com. Make sure you check out all our other great shows on the network by heading on over to batmanpodcastnetwork.com. Um, there's a bunch of great ones. Uh, I, you know, I really enjoy the Batman Book Club because that is where Ryan Lauer introduced me to the long Halloween. Uh, so... I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River. I'm a senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter uh, Peter R. Vera, and today we're recording on July 22nd, 2021. As always, we have a great show for you today, but I would like to remind you, all of our faithful listeners, that if you take the time to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air, we will mail you a special uh, Holzman surprise pack. <laughs> now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the defending Squire Town Pond Diving Champion and a fellow Batman on Film contributor, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eric Cousteau Holzman. Hello there. Thank you again for the, that, that great introduction. <laughs> I always love these. Uh, so, how are you, Pete? Let's just start there. How are you? I, I am, you know, I'm just, I got a little pep in my step. I feel good. Yeah. That's good. Are you going to be pond diving? Anytime no, soon? I mean, I mean, I, I may hang out like in an inner tube, but I'm not going to go pond diving. That's you should try it, man. It's just something. I mean, with you, if I went with you, I would feel safe because I know nothing. Like, you know, I imagine like you'd be you, Volko, Mira. I'd be safe there. So like, I know nothing <laughs> would happen to me. But like, yeah, I've never wanted to like do it like, you know, competitively. You got to be careful. Pond diving is dangerous. How so? Because you don't always know the depth. Of what you're diving into. Okay. Okay. That and makes sense. A lot of times the water isn't the cleanest. Oh, um, look at that. So if it's a freshwater pond, you're usually okay, but you're not supposed to go in though. It's a long, it's a whole bunch of rules, but so just be careful everyone out there. It, it takes time to learn to do. There's, there's a way to dive called skim diving that you can do on shorter, on shallow bodies of water. So if you want to do that, um, You're like the Long Island uh, crocodile hunter. You just know these things. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's important to be informed in life. You should know as much about things as you can. About the, uh, just things, not things. Yeah, anything. Things. You never know anything. who you're going to cross paths with. Yeah, who you gonna? You, you never know who you're going to cross paths with. I mean, if Michael you know. Phelps ever came across Eric, they would have like just riveting conversation. Especially in you know living in here here where. You know, especially if you're in Manhattan and you walk around, you bump into people all the time. Anyone. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, they might not know who they are. So it's important to just know things. Giannis. You can just um, bump into Giannis. I would know. He's kind of big. So I think I would know. <laughs> Giannis. I think Giannis would know you. He would just. You know. Ah, well, if he came into Long Island, he might, of course. He, I'd be like, where's Eric? I want to might know. Can you imagine like if Giannis challenged you <laughs> to a, so, to one-on-one? Like I, I, that I, winner I think, for 50 Nuggets, like. I would lose. You think so? I don't know. Like you, well, you, in Long Island, I think you'd have home wait, court advantage. Hold on. If it was a if it was a three point shooting contest, I might win because he can't shoot from the outside. So I might have a shot. Okay. <laughs> to, to win that. But speaking of Giannis, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. Of course, they won the NBA championships. So uh, it was a yeah. pretty. It was a fun series to watch. I'm sure you watched some of it, Pete. I don't know. Um, I caught a couple I of did, games. Uh, I felt. I do feel bad. Um, Chris I feel Paul. bad for Chris Paul. You know, I, 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 it was like the first finals where I was like, I don't really know who to root against. Like, I, I would be really happy with either Paul or Giannis winning a championship. And uh, we'll just see next year. You know, uh, Chris Paul's always in the mix. So, yeah, I think this season was a bit of an anomaly. So I don't know if these teams would get back there. I, obviously, I believe if the Nets were fully healthy, they probably would have made the finals, and the Lakers yeah, probably would have made it. Oh, someone's favorite. always hurt. So you're right. So 
a bit of an anomaly, but hey, Giannis was so good in this series, and uh, like he, I used to have questions about his ability to be the man on a team, but not anymore. Obviously, he just proved it. So, um, yes, this is a little sports clip, guys. You just got to get get past it, and we're doing it early this time, so you, know, you can just fast forward if you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to don't want to hear our little sports happy. sports talk. We could talk about the Yankees too because they've been playing better, but we we'll, maybe we'll do that later. I don't know. Um. So yeah. So, anything else, Pete? What's your summer been so far? How's your summer been so far? Like, what do you? Oh, it's been good. Just you know, uh, a lot of grilling. Yeah. Uh, and catching up on my reading. Um, stockpiling episodes of the CW to watch. Oh yeah, let's talk about that real quick because I did watch. I you had told me, and then Justin had said it, so I started watching Black Lightning. Um, I started binging Black Lightning. I told and you months ago, years season, ago. Season one was pretty good yeah. until the finale. <laughs> so I'm on episode two. I'm starting season two. But you of, like shows like that. You love Titans. Right. I, every Even I think, even think Doom Patrol's <laughs> finales have sucked. So like, well, the last one did it. But that was supposed to be like the mid-season cutoff because of COVID. So they only they did a shorter episode mm-hmm. amount. Mm-hmm. So. But, um, yeah, it's something I think I'll continue with, at least for now. Uh, I got a little, I thought it got a little bit too cheesy towards the, the end where they're all running as a family. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's, super, it's, it's, super, it's Superman and Lois before Superman and Lois. Well, Superman and Lois to me is a little heavier than Black Lightning. Don't get me wrong. Black, Light, Black Lightning Black is heavy, heavy with the respects. Yeah, that it deals with a lot of social issues that we're, we've dealt with. So if you think of the time frame of this season, and it's recent. Began, so like when yeah. you're watching it in time, yeah. And you know, I think I, I, you know how I am with acting. I actually think all the acting performances have been very good, um, in this show. So I was <laughs> you know put that how out I am there. with acting. I'm just gonna put that out there because that yeah, Chris uh, Williams I, is great. People will come at me if I if you know. So I just the guy who up. plays uh, Tobias Whale is amazing. Yes, he's excellent. He is he's, excellent. Yeah, he's a great uh, great gangster. Yeah. So. Definitely. I just wanted to touch on that real quick because again, it's something that you have met. You said to me, Eric, you need to watch. You need to watch. So yeah. so far, I've watched two of the ones you've told me to watch: a Star Girl, and Star now Girl's this, and now Black Lightning. And now you're like, wow, the CW does make good shows. And I'm like, see, I told you, Eric. Well, no, I like Superman and Lois. Yeah, but like you know, you've been and I love I love Arrow. You you love Darrow. Okay, time. we could talk about something else that I just saw in the Flash. I don't even think it's possible. I haven't even. I, I'm behind on the Flash two episodes. Have you seen the? Have you seen it on Twitter at all? Anything on Twitter? I about try not to. I don't follow those people. <sighs> you know how I am with illicit stuff and spoilers. Well, it's just a clip from the show, but I don't even know if Flash can do this because my Flash knowledge is not that deep. Save. Let it. me just Book ask Morgan. you this question, and then right. you can. Yeah, I see. Lightsabers type things can Flash do that? Lightsabers. Yes. Um. I'm, I I don't I don't think so. That'd be a first rate. I mean, I know the Flash can throw lightning, right? But so that's not maybe, what this could was. he so, hold lightning. I don't know. It was. You'll have to see it now. To, but trust me, I, I I'm one behind on Superman and Lois. Zeddy's been raving about it, so I got to catch up because Mister Enthusiasm. It's hard to keep up with you, and uh, I got to watch Superman and Lois because Zeddy loves it, and then I got to catch up on Flash and whatever else, and I finally have to start watching. I have one more episode of Black Lightning to watch myself. I've been putting it off because it's been the series finale. So I'm like, well, if they're not making any more, I can take my time. And I was catching up on other things. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's it. And I, I got. I'm looking forward to Star Girl. <clears throat> I know so, our friend Nico is a big Flash guy, big Flash fan. So if he if he knows about that, man. what I just spoke about, Nico, and if you listen to this, f- tell me the truth because I, <laughs> I, I I don't know. But I'll just leave that there. Okay. Okay. So no more CW talk. But I just wanted to again. I just wanted to tell you that I I did. I have started watching Black Lightning. It's good. It's good stuff. So, I love it. I guess I'm going back a little. Just, at least the sh- like the shows that I'm watching at least are good. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I did tell so you to next- watch Batwoman. I mean, I did tell you to watch Batwoman, but just because it's like there's nothing else to do when Batwoman's on TV, it's like fold your laundry and have it on the background. It's fine. I'm not watching that show. I tried that one. Emmy award-winning television bust. That's Gotham level show to me. So. It's better than Gotham. 
<laughs> There's heart in it. Okay, if you say so. All right, so in a couple of weeks, we get another, we get a DC movie that most of us have been anticipating. Um, the Suicide Squad comes out in a couple of weeks. And we learned earlier, I want to say earlier this year, that they were making a spinoff um, of it with the Peacemaker character from, with, I'm sorry, starring John Cena, who also just returned to WWE, by the way, I heard. I don't know. That is the hype train, my friend. Yeah, I think that whole deal is going on. But um, there was a first look in Empire Magazine about Peacemaker. And uh, Pete, really quickly t- talk about what you think about the character, what you know so far, and the show. I just, it's kind of more of the same, but it's just, it's interesting just to hear, you know, more quotes. Uh, but it, it's, you know, this character is not a good dude. You know, it's, I'm surprised at how many times I heard the word douchey yeah. <laughs> in the article. Um, so it's just, it's cool. Even, you know, seeing it just like, this is not a good guy. This is, you know, he, he's clearly he screwed up and you know that even gun was like he wears the dumbest costume like, mm-hmm. these guys are trashing their shit not their show but their character and it's just it's an interesting i don't think we've really i don't think we've ever seen anything like this even joker you know like this seems to be like its own kind of thing yeah this is definitely um well it's all- within that continuity obviously but it's like i don't think we've seen it we'll see a show like this from this yeah, the, the article does say that he lives in the world of Superman, Batman, and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. So he, it's, it's this is part of that universe. So we know that um, there's been speculation of people what to call the Suicide Squad. Is it a reboot? Is it a sequel? I know we have fun in our group having a discussion about it's the that, next so. movie. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't even. It's, it's right? the next movie I want to watch. That's what it is. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what we're about right now. At first, I was like, no, it's a sequel because a lot of the same characters. I, but now dude, I'm just I don't like, even care. I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah, I don't care I just, anymore. I just, just want to watch it. it. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it was interesting to read the article and to see. Um, get a little bit more insight to the character because it's not someone I'm familiar with. I don't know if you are, but it's not someone I'm familiar with. No, he, this so. is a character that I've had to become familiar with just because, well, he's in a lot of publications right now. Like DC's, you know, obviously, you know, they're printing a suicide squad book. So, uh, you know, a lot of the cast of characters in the book come from the movie and peacemaker is there. And I recently picked up an old Ostrander run and he was in those early issues as well. So I thought it's cool. And, I've just, you know, I've had to become a, uh, he's, he's even in a, oh, I can't remember what book it was, but yeah, he's, he's, they're just, they're pushing him right now. Yeah. And it's cool. Cause I don't know anything about him. So like, I, and I kind of dig him. Like he's just this earlier, like Cena compared to him to just, again, a douchey Captain America. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what he is. <laughs> just a dude, bro. Yeah. And I'm usually <clears throat> critical of Cena. I haven't been a fan of a lot of his work, but I think this role might be perfect for him. So we'll see you. what happens, obviously, in the Suicide Squad, which comes out August 5th. Uh, and then I would we'll love see. a rock scene, just a uh, scene, <laughs> a post credit. It doesn't really have to mean anything. It's just, just some kind of like, just, you know, like a little nod to just reality, you know? Well, maybe, who knows? Maybe he'll be Black he'll Adam's been associated. Black, <laughs> Black Adam pops up and Waller tries to put him down sometimes. So, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And, uh, you know, the, Dwayne Johnson's been posting amazing stuff on his Instagram account for Black Adam. So it's just like, yeah, hype train. I'm like, I'm, I'm now I'm just like, you know, I'm at the station and all the trains are departing. Yeah, I think this is like the movie, um, at least for DC fans, that is the Suicide Squad is the first movie we're getting in a while. So it's going to be something I think all of us. Well, we had Zack Snyder's Justice League in March. Well. Sorry, theatrical release. Can I put it that way? It's the first theatrical release we're going to have in a while. Um, I don't want to start that war. Um, It's right. Boom, BVS. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anyway, um, yeah, so I really think that movie is going to spearhead the, you know, the excitement for everything that's going to come from DC, obviously, in 2020. You know me, I'm just like uber fan, so I'm excited for everything. Oh yeah, I mean, I got, dude, I got pumped for Batwoman for crying out loud. So, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Eric alarm. <laughs> 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 All right, so another movie that's coming out soon. Um, it from actually, it's not Marvel. Venom is who? Sony. Sony F. Venom Two is coming from Sony, and I did not know this, and we did not know this, but Collider posted an article saying that Tom Hardy 
got a writing credit. Um, yeah. In the film. It seems that like it Hardy loves these nineties hulking villains, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, Bane obviously, and now Venom and, he, it just seems, and you read the article, and it just like there's a lot of love. It seems like coming from Tom Hart, like he really, the movie well, it made a lot of money, and I think a lot of us surprisingly enjoyed it. It wasn't like critically well received, mm-hmm. you know. But um, you know, two out of three ain't bad, I guess. <laughs> so I, you know, I think Tom wants to make the best movie he possibly can, and he thinks he can do that with him with a little bit of the pen to the paper. So. I'm all for it. You know, I, I like, I went into Venom expecting not to enjoy it. I walked out of theater. I was like, eh, and then I watched on uh, Blu-ray and I was like, yo, I, I kind of like this movie a lot. So I had to warm up to it. So I'm all ready for Venom 2 and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> so. I am not, I wasn't a fan of the first one, um, except for Venom. Like I thought the CGI character was yes. great. Look fabulous. So that part of it was something that I definitely um, wouldn't mind seeing again. And we saw the little teaser trailer they released for it. And um, all you heard was a symbiote basically speaking for most of it, which was funny. So I think uh, I think if you go into that film not expecting the greatest, you'll be probably be um, more pleased with it than if you go into it thinking it's going to be some kind of great film. Um, I think well, most of these uh, most of these movies now people have to kind of dial it back a notch and just go in and enjoy it. Um, at the end of the day, these are comic book characters. So I think we need to put that in perspective. Um, I think we were spoiled obviously for a long time with these um, real interpretations of these characters. Well, someone, something like Venom obviously is not real. It could not be real. So I think we just need to put that into our mind. But it's cool that he got this writing credit. And it said that he didn't actually write it. He just was kind of brainstorming. And mm-hmm. because a lot of his ideas were put to the script, he got a writing credit for it. So, yeah, I mean, it just, he, he's just, it just, he's active. He's, he, he wants to be a part of it. He, that's what I say. He cares so much. He's, he's really, you know, behind the camera, in front of the camera, pre production. Like he's very involved in this movie. And that's cool to see that he's, you know, the, he is kind of the creative force behind this. And I'm really intrigued to see what, you know, his, what he, he and Andy circus. Right. Uh, anytime, the, anytime the star of the movie is that invested in its actual, like, like you said before, it's very with, Tom Cruisean, or, or like you said before with, with um, Dwayne Johnson and black mm-hmm. Adam, like he, that's something he's wanted to do. So mm-hmm. he's very involved. Anytime you have that kind of connection between the star and the actual material is awesome. So, Congrats to Tom. I, I mean, it probably gets him a little more money out of the deal too. I don't know how much money he actually more money he actually needs, but it's a pretty cool thing. So good for that. Uh, moving right along, we'll stay in. We'll stay with Marvel characters anyway, and we'll go to Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood Reporter did an article where Taika Waititi talks about the fourth for Thor film and. <laughs> He says that it's the most outrageous, craziest film he's ever done. He said, "What he they done shouldn't make sense. Everyone who's in it, where you're go, like what they're calling it, everywhere they go with it, uh, he feels it's the craziest film he's ever done, and that um, we're all going to love it. Obviously, that's what he feels. He's the creator, so and we've got pictures from this. I know we got that one picture on Instagram with him and and Chris Hemsworth, who looks." Huge. (laughs) What I found interesting about the article uh, was he's like, yeah, like it's crazy. The movie shouldn't be made. It's absolutely insane. It's not going to make sense until you see it. And I can't believe I walked in there and was like, I walked in there and was like, oh, I need to do this. This is, and they gave me everything that I wanted. And I was like, I was like, wow. And he's just like, it's crazy. It's insane. You're never going to get it, but it's going to, you're going to love it. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And he's like, it's different than Ragnarok. And I'm like, this is, Wachiti's insane. Like he's absolutely, and he's like, I lived a thousand lives. <laughs> it's like, he sounds like John Peters meets Joel <laughs> Schumacher, you know, just absolutely uh, just out there and insane in his own world. And uh, I was like, wow. Uh, I, I just, I didn't like Ragnarok, but I'm going to go see this sequel because it's Watiti and he's just absolutely insane. So I like parts of Ragnarok. I don't, as a whole, I would say it's not my favorite film. But I do like parts of it. So I thought, um, what's it called? Hello was great. So there's parts of that movie that I do enjoy. But this is really does like when you read a, when you read the cast list and everyone who's in it, 
it is going to be a crazy film. Um, so it's good to hear. I, I like Taika Waititi. I like his stuff most of the time. So anytime he does something, I'll, like you said, um, I'll watch. It's I, I, he, like I said, yeah, he, he interests me cause he's very unique and different. So like I go see his stuff, but a lot of it's hit or miss with me and that's fine. But like, I give him a chance cause I don't know what of his I'm going to like or not. You know, it's, it's, you know, right. But um, yeah. cause he's, he's really out there, but it's cool. Like I, I, I appreciate that type of stuff. Cause it's like, yeah, do your thing. If I like it, you know, I mean, if I don't like it, as long so, as it's not Spider-Man, I won't get offended. As <laughs> we know, as we know, he plays one of the, he voices one of the characters mm-hmm. um, in Ragnarok. And also he was also in um, Endgame. Korg, the character Korg. That rock and, thing, right? Yes. Yeah. And recently, Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool has been doing like these movie reviews of other movies that he's been in. <laughs> so he did one of Free Guy that's coming out. Which is a movie about him being stuck in like a video game, open world video game, where he's not he the main character. Game. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's part of the universe, the open world universe of that game. And so, Cork and Deadpool did a review. It's great. Yeah, of the <laughs> of Free Guy, and it's on YouTube, guys. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Uh it's excellent. It's it's Ryan Reynolds being him. It's like him being himself. Obviously, Deadpool. He's but he's Deadpool. But that's who he is as a person. So it's perfect. And then Cork with his little one-liners after every scene that he it sees. Was, it was great uh, back and forth. So yeah, it was definitely. You guys get a chance if you haven't seen it yet. I tweeted it. I retweeted it earlier la- so last week. So I was like, you guys need to check this I, out. He has another one where it's not. It's not him yeah. and Cork. It's him by himself. Yeah. So like I, I hope this is like a thing that continues. Yeah, I mean it's another way too to keep Deadpool in on people's minds. Um, mm-hmm. And Deadpool's perfect for stuff like this. Yes. Yeah, like the whole fourth wall thing when with with in the movie itself. This is just an extension of that, and it's awesome. So I, we just wanted to tell you guys about it. If you haven't seen it yet, and you're you know if you're having kind of a a crappy day, you could watch that. It'll make you laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely would. So. Moving right along. So we know Rob Zombie. Had, we reported yeah. actually a couple months ago that Rob Zombie was doing the Monsters film. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember saying that it's kind of a weird thing because he does things so serious and the Monsters was actually like a sitcom. So it was kind of a weird uh, marriage. But uh, yeah, <laughs> right. But he it post- seems perfect, though. It's weird, but it seems perfect. Like, I yeah. think this is, I think it's going to be perfect. So he posted a couple of um, he posted he sorry he posted something on Instagram that showed the house like the layout it looks like a what's it called architect's blueprint. layout yeah blueprint. blueprint of the of the house that they're going to be yeah. used it's pretty cool and apparently it's going to be in Budapest they're filming in Budapest or Budapest if you saw Black Widow you know what I'm talking about uh, <laughs> not yet. So yeah, so it's really um it's the first thing we've gotten from the film. So it looks like a very nice, beautiful house. It looks like the monster's house to me. I, I'm yeah. excited. This is this is so cool that I think this is gonna be one of those weird things that is like a perfect combination of Rob Zombie and the monsters. Uh, yeah, like I said, like when we talked about it originally, I I'm interested to see how he's going to do it and how they're going to do it. I want to see what the car it. looks like. Oh, that's always Yeah, that's gonna be that's intense. Always, we're we're always interested in the cars for these movies, whether it's Batman or. <laughs> well, they have a really cool, like iconic car. Like, it's a yes. Big deal. Also, like when they mentioned the house, the, the house is still like the original house is still in use, but it's been altered, and it's been altered for like everyone loves Raymond and other shows. And you're like, wow, yeah. that's interesting. I never would have guessed you could turn that like gothic style home into another type set, but I'm sure yeah. that, you know the magic of Hollywood. Murder, She Wrote, and Desperate Housewives. Yeah, I was like, of none of that makes any sense. <laughs> this is a monster's house. So, so I'm like, okay, that's that's interesting as hell, though. Um, yeah, so it's going to be, um, again, it's going to be interesting to see. I wonder how serious he's going to make it. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, that's I can't the wait area. To, yeah, I can't wait till we get like, a trailer. It's going to be so crazy. And that's the area that I'm interested in seeing. How is he going to pull this off? Is it I gonna- Halloween 1, not Halloween 2. It might. I'm hoping he keeps some of the humor, even if it's like it becomes I dark humor. You've got to. That's fine. Because at its core, it's a sitcom. Yeah, that's what I mean. The show was a sitcom. So 
he might change it to more of like a darkish humor, which is fine, and it kind of it would kind of fit his what he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, guys, the monsters is coming out. I don't know when. I have to look that up. I'm sorry, but look out for that. I'm sure we'll be getting some stuff on it soon. So look out for the monsters trailer coming out if that's your thing. So we got another article um, from Margot Robbie talking about Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And um, she talked about the fact that Zack Snyder killed her uh, in his universe. So this was a big thing that came up and it was a lot of um, discussion either way. Yep. So, Pete, uh, what did you think of her comments? I thought she was pretty spot on. She's like, hey, look, she's like, he killed me over there. But, you know, I'm in Suicide Squad. And, you know, she's like, I don't know if I'll get another Harley movie. It may happen. It may not. But. You know, I'm not, I'm not dead in this movie. <laughs> She's just kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, the comics that they're doing this, that, and the other thing. And it doesn't really, and it's true. Like, you know, like you buy, you know, ba- uh, Batman Catwoman doesn't interfere with, you know, the events of Batman monthly. Right. Right. Um, and, and there's other examples. Like there's a whole series of black label books that don't interfere with main continuity. So it's the truth. Like, you know, like you can have a movie like Joker, which doesn't connect to anything. You can have a movie like birds of prey, which is connected to justice league 2017 BVS man of steel. And then you could have a director's cut, like the Zack Snyder cut, which is not, you know, officially Canon according to the studio. And right. Then the suicide squad, which is connected to suicide squad, which is connected to BVS. So it's like whatever the Matt Reeves, Batman is its own thing. So like, yeah, like I get it. You all want like, you know, a, a bracket with all the movies and their dates and all that jazz, but well, this funny. is what they're doing. So a couple of things about the some article. things connect, some things don't. And that's what yeah. Margo said. A couple of things about the article that, that, well, that the article revealed was one, obviously she did not watch Zack Snyder's justice league because she did not know. And she was quite surprised when she was told <laughs> that, that Margo of that uh, Harley Quinn was dead. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. So that was pretty interesting, but it's it's clear in when she talks about the character how much she loves playing her. Yeah, she's a big Harley fan. So I'm really hoping that this is not the last time we see her. I don't um, think so. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen in the let movie. The, yet, uh, so. Let the creative juices soak in and let her get inspired by something that she reads, or maybe maybe the animated show sparks some interest in in a thing that she wants to talk about uh, a topic or whatever and 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 we'll go from there you know like i just I, she said she needs a break harley's been a big part of her life for a long time now let's yeah. say 26 so basically they filmed that movie that movie came out 16 so they filmed it in 15 so since 2015 she's been you know harleyed out with a couple other movies she, she needs a break mm-hmm. she's been working hard so yeah, yeah I, just, I thought her comments time. were fine like when i read it yeah. i'm like okay that makes sense yeah you know um, so I don't, it, it seemed like it was such a big deal when it came out and I was just like, what's the big deal? Yeah. I know there are people, obviously there are people who, who want a shared universe and there are people who don't want a shared universe and like, just, all of that kind of, I just want movies. Just give me movies. weaved into this, all of that conversation got kind of weaved into this, to her comments, mm-hmm. but, um, she's not wrong with what she says. Obviously this is not the first, you know. Um, obviously, like we said, we don't know if the Suicide Squad itself is a, a reboot or a <laughs> or a sequel. I'll find out when I see it. I'll tell you that much. So, you know, you have this can, again, maybe. and she kind of touched on that with her comments. She says, like, um, James Gunn didn't have to be, yeah, Gunn didn't have to be beholden to what David Ayer did. He she, he could do what he wants to do, um, and play with the character himself. So, it's a cool. <clears throat> It's cool. I like when I I do like when the actors who play these roles kind of speak on this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I think it kind of gives a little bit more clarity and credibility to the things that are going on. So that's yeah. my own little read into the situation. But that's something that um, I know. Ericisms. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So we got um we got some news yesterday. Also in the DC world, that was kind of fast. Uh, it came on pretty fast, and of course, I'm talking about the casting of Batgirl. And the the woman who got the role was Leslie Grace, who was recently in In the Heights. Now, I saw In the Heights, 
and she was incredible. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the not, movie itself was incredible. Um, you, you but, and Nico loved it. The two of you rave about this movie. So <laughs> it's a very yes. If you like musicals, it's very good. That's what and you I'm also them. I'm also a hip hop fan, and it's it's the Lin Manuel Miranda. That's the way he does uh-huh. his musicals. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so it's got that in it, obviously. So for me, I I draw to something like that a little bit more than maybe other people would. Okay, but yeah. So Leslie Grace got the role. Uh, she's 26 years old. Did she have a lead role in Heights? Yeah, she was one of the leads. Okay, and that's a Warner Brothers movie. Yes. So she's, it's on she's, a, she's a WB. She's a WB person, right? She's you know, they, like, they like they stay within the company. But they had other actresses involved. Zoe mm. Do, Zoe Deutsch, I guess. I don't want to say Deutsch. I don't know how to say her last name. Okay. Isabel Mer- Isabella Merced and Haley <laughs> Lou Richardson. Those are the other three, and I yeah. feel like we heard about that on Monday, and then this happened like mm. immediately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, things are rolling. That's a good sign. Um, you know, we, we report, we didn't report, but we retweeted yes. that uh, there was a uh, casting call. The casting call went out for Batgirl and Bat and uh, Bat and Gordon. So, you know, we we, you know, we kind of had an idea this is coming, but it's kind of snowball effect. Now it's really rolling, and let's get Gordon cast. Let's see what's going on here. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what the suit looks like. Right. I can't wait to find out if there's a Batman in this universe. Like, there's so many. I mean, who knows? Does it take place in the future of the Batman? Like, I don't know. Like, or does it not connect to anything at all? Like, so it's like, it's like, oh, I have nothing but I have so many questions. Itty <laughs> <laughs> bitty quail legs. And um, it's <laughs> and it's cool to read. Like, whenever you, like we saw Sasha Kai when she got the role. Yeah, oh, how excited was she was, and then you read. Um, you read the tweet from Leslie Grace about how excited she is. Mm-hmm. Like it's I really heard from the directors. Like I, th- I don't know; those guys are big social media guys, but no, we haven't. But I, again, it's um, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Falah who did Bad Boys for Life. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're the directors. So it's really cool um, to see this coming into all this coming to fruition because these are titles we always thought, like, yeah, you know, they say it, but it probably won't happen. Well, Batgirl's <laughs> been kind of like it's always been like the Flash. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's cool. And it's cool that we got such a young actress who people are going to know from if they saw in the high. She's also in big in music. She's a musician. Okay. Um, She's worked with, with people, uh, I believe, in um, what's it called? Might be salsa music or some mm-hmm. Rimby reggaeton. But she's involved a lot in, in, in music. So people might know her from that. So anything that can bring people to see Batgirl. Um, because I think that's going to be one of the titles that people are going to need to. Well, it's also be an HBO Max thing, so I don't know what the expectations are really for it. That's true. You know, like so. I don't know how they they still because they still haven't released the numbers for Zack Snyder's Justice League, so I don't know how they rate these things. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. But again, congratulations to Leslie Grace. Uh, you know, yeah, I can't had, wait to see his back row. I, she, has I, I a, she has a pretty, had a, she's had a pretty decent summer, so good for her. You know, like <laughs> I'm wondering, like, does she have a motorcycle? Is it purple? Like, what's going on? Purple's big for back row. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's cool. It's really cool. It's a movie, not a TV show on HBO Max. That's interesting. Um, right. I'm very, I'm, yeah, very interested yeah. to see what happens. That'd be a cool DC thing. Like instead of like doing, you know, TV shows like Disney plus they do movies on HBO max. I don't know. Yes. So yeah, man, this is, this is awesome news. Uh, I'm glad that it happened fast. Like we got, yeah, let's get rolling too. Like it just means these guys are really active, you know, and you know, when they see something they like, they go for it and they found, they found their Barbara Gordon. Right. And on a larger scale, it's good to see that, that there's a ton of momentum behind these projects now. Mm. Like we're getting for years, we'd hear things and then we wouldn't hear anything. Now we're constantly getting some kind of update on. I feel like next up on. is Green Lantern. I want some so, good Green Lantern news. Yeah, that would be a cool. That's not true. We've got some news about Green Lantern. So recently. Yeah, we did. So. All right. Moving right along. Uh, another um, movie that was announced by Marvel. Uh, but was directorless has now have has now found their director. So the Blade remake uh, has director, and he, it is Bassam Tariq, who was best known for directing Riz Ahmed in Mogul Mowgli. 
Mm-hmm. I have not seen that. But um, they finally have a director. And this is a project that I'm really looking forward to. Yes. Uh, I love the Blade character. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I loved. I like the full... I like the first iteration of the films with Wesley was with Wesley. Did you Snipes, watch the TV show? I, I didn't. Like I think it was. Um, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I didn't watch it. You did, so you did watch it. Yeah, I dug it. Okay, it wasn't like, you know, it's it's not as good as the movies, and right. uh, obviously, and it's, but I was into it. Yeah. So it's, oh, again, it's another project now that we're having development behind and obviously with marvel usually what they say does happen so it's not as big a deal um i don't know anything about this director uh i checked i checked him out on imdb he seems to have done a lot of documentary stuff okay so we'll see i don't know but uh good for him that's it's the it's the it's the job of a lifetime you know like this is i guess your first big tentpole thing you know that that's that's huge right uh, congratulations um good luck i can't wait to see your movie and i can't wait to see what the two of you guys come up with Right, and obviously, uh, Herschel Ali is so good. So, mm-hmm. anything that he's in, I usually enjoy. So, but, I just yes. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what his blade looks like. You yeah, know, right. Tattoo like, wise, just yeah. just the design of the character. I'm very excited. You know, this makes me want to watch Blade too. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, all of that, how the whole project develops. But we have another. What's it called? There's another spoke in the wheel. So. It's definitely rolling along, and we will get there soon, hopefully. I don't remember. When is Blades? Do we have a date, release date? I don't think we do yet. Mm, I think we do. I'll, I'll Google it. It's worth a Google. So. So congratulations to Bassam Tariq. I feel like I'm congratulating a bunch of people, but this is probably his first. It seems like you said this is his first big um, step into the the filmmaking world. Well, it's just big temple movies, man. So, yep. So, it'll be good to see. I I bet Nico saw Mogul Mowgli. I would bet Nico probably. Saw probably that I can't find it, but uh, maybe it doesn't maybe it's not dated yet. <laughs> but so, it's coming. So, Nico, if you've seen it, we're going to come to you for for news on this guy. Between him and Zeddy, they see like everything. Seriously. But they're, they're really very like, into the awards. They are the they're, award, the Zeddies. They're <laughs> The Zeddy they're, Awards. They're into the award shows, so. Zeddy season. So the the next thing, and you threw this in the rundown, it was something I didn't know. Um, and it was kind of a, I didn't remember this. I didn't either, but and it was kind of, yeah. It hits home. <laughs> yeah. So apparently when Rosie O'Donnell did her 90s talk show, which really is what made her super famous, she was supposedly the queen of nice and all this other stuff. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, that. that's what they called her. Um, she spoiled the ending of Fight Club. Apparently. Uh, yeah, because she didn't like the film. So she didn't like the themes it was portraying. She didn't like. So she just decided to spoil the movie. And she says she didn't do it intentionally. Um,. You know, she says that she's like, she was just it's, talking like she always talks and it just came out. Well, it's just funny because it's like in the text thread, it's <laughs> Justin's always like, bam! And then Austin <laughs> and me are like, no! Illicit photos! Set pics! What are you doing? This is not released! There's no... What are you, it's blurry! <laughs> yes. And Justin just, is our very own Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, he's, he's just... He's, Oh my god, he's relentless. He's relentless. <laughs> yes, every time I post things, but he like loves Batman sh- Returns. So he's people who right. share set spoilers or or give leaks to scripts. Every time oh, I post he loves them. Like that, he loves like, them. I'm like, no, no. Yeah, and I get so mad. I get so mad at it. So I was like, this is this is funny because it's like this is Justin versus us. <laughs> yes. She completely, but it's funny that she completely gave away the ending and she's still kind of acting like she didn't. I oh. think she just got into like the zone that she's just talking and it just happened. I don't think she was going to do it. I think she was just talking, like, you know, like she was just talking like she was talking to her friend at their kitchen table over a cup of coffee. And I think she just, it was just natural. I don't think it was done intentionally, but it, it does suck. Yes, it does. 
And then apparently like, Brad Pitt and, Ever- <laughs> and Edward Norton haven't like talked to her since. Yeah. Um, Which I think is funny. Yeah, Brad Pitt even said uh, he on the comment on the DVD for the Fight Club. He even said that he mentioned it. It's fun. I didn't see. I don't have the DVD, so I never saw this. But it's weird that he would mention it on a DVD about the film. <laughs> you know, well, probably got to the ending, and he goes, "Well, you know, Rosie O'Donnell famously, right. you know, spoiled the movie for everyone." So, so it's funny. <laughs> but it's funny. I was trying to think, why did this come up? I don't know how it just, if I was looking for stuff to talk about and I, I think it, no, I, no, I, I'm wondering why it came up in the, like, I didn't listen to, obviously she was doing a interview on Sirius XM's, the Jess Cagle show. Oh, so that's where it came from. But I, I guess I would have to listen to the interview to, to know why they went I'm there. I'm sure it was a tangent. Like, yeah, like we do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe it was a tangent, but it was a tangent. That's what it was I mean. kind of, it was interesting reading the article and <laughs> I was like, okay. This is on, on the Hollywood Reporter guy. So if you want to check out the article yourselves, you can find it there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was July 19th was the date. So if you have to look, look it up, look there. But yeah, man, that was, that was some crazy stuff. So we have more news from Marvel. Um, so Victoria Alonso, who's part of the Marvel team, I think she's the vice president of animation yes vice president of film production at marvel studios says that they're having they're creating a mini studio for animation uh she was talking about this at the NALIP summit so this is awesome i know i think marvel's been slacking on animation for a while so i think this is something that you know they've needed to do and they're gonna i i can't wait to see what they come up with i think the what if is a good start Right on Disney Plus, and I think it'll. I think it only gets better. Um, I would love animated series. That would be great. Of, of, of character, I don't care what characters they are. Just if they would make an animated series, I think that would be. You know, in addition to what if, I think that would be fantastic. Whether it's oh, I mean, like I don't know, Eric. What kind of what character would you like to see in an animated show? I'd love a Daredevil animated show. That'd be fun. Hmm. Yeah, I think Daredevil could be done well. Daredevil. I mean, we've seen Spider-Man do. They do wonders with Spider-Man. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, Iron obviously, Man. their X-Men cartoon. X-Men. You could do Fantastic is, Four. We can relive our, our childhood animated shows. Yeah, the X-Men cartoon is legendary, mm-hmm. um, especially for the theme song. Everyone loves the theme song. Yeah, no, it's, it's hardcore. <laughs> so it would be cool to see that that those kinds of properties on in animation again. Uh, I don't know. I think... Guardians of the Galaxy is always is something oh, to me that leans, leans well to animation. So probably Black something Panther like that. Too. Yeah, I think you could do a lot more uh, on a cheaper budget for like Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. on and in animation, obviously, as opposed to live action, which mm-hmm. when you do that stuff. It's usually sets are bigger, costumes. You have a little bit more money. Howard the um, Duck. Have to spend. <laughs> That's what I think we're going to get. To be honest, I That'd think we're fun. going to get a Howard the Duck cartoon. That'd be great. Uh, I don't know why I think that, but I just feel like he's popping up. He's been popping up here and there in the, in their live action, mm. and he's in What If. If you saw the trailer, he's actually in What If. So it's a pilot episode. <laughs> so I'm wondering if we do get that that kind of a show, a Howard the Duck show. But I, I do think. That's one that sounds like it's built for this. It'd be an easy jumping off point for them. Um, he's the character's a little bit mature with his material. Um, Late night. Yeah. So it'd have to be something obviously not for kids, but uh, yeah. So this is pretty, you're right. This is awesome to hear. Alonso is very, very um, passionate about animation. She says it's her first love. Great. Um, like she did mention something in the article. Yeah, she mentioned something in the article as well that it's not something that creatives often say, but they were asking about, um, someone asked about what the fans want, and she says it's, she thinks it's important to listen to fans, um, and they they do listen. If, then if, if the vast majority feels that something is not hitting home, they'll let her know, and she they take that into account. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't often hear that. Most people, most stay away from it and say, well, I'm a creative, I want to do what I want to do. Whatever. So it was really, 
that was something that caught me in the article as something that uh, was cool to read. Yeah, it's nice to know they they, uh, they do f- listen from time to time. And she also talks about representation. Um, obviously, with finding out you didn't watch Loki, so but they reveal no, but I know. Yeah, they reveal that he reveals he's bisexual. Yeah. Um, so that's the first time a title character did that. Obviously, Black Panther is is a majority um, African American cast, and then we have Captain Marvel. You have your female lead. Mm-hmm. So she starts talking about that, and she says that there's something really magical about being seen. When you're being seen, the shame drips down you like there's no tomorrow. There's a layer of shame that goes away. There's a layer of, I don't belong. I don't deserve it. I'm not it's worthy. It's a very powerful message. Yeah. And she is a minority, and she is also um, a lesbian. So coming from her, you know, it's a little bit of a, it's always a stronger message. So it's just a couple of other things from the article outside of the animation studio that I caught that she said um, that I thought were pretty interesting. So look out for more animated Marvel content, guys. We're going to be getting that in the near future. Yeah, I'm excited. I I think this is something that they have been uh, long overdue with. Yeah, they definitely have to do more on that side because honestly, that's where DC shines, man. That's... Animation is where they've And this is coming from someone who doesn't like the long Halloween, Eric Holzman. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You don't like the movie. No. It's not. It's very slow. The first part one you is very say slow. You say you didn't like it. You say you should have heard you say you didn't like it. No, it's not. It's, it's not fine. That I, I didn't hate it. It's not like I hated it. I didn't say you hated it. I just said you didn't like it. It's something that on a on a couple more viewings didn't yeah. hold my interest as well as it did the first You're not time. like Lauer, who that's all he ever reads. <laughs> it's all so he ever talks about lately, too. The reads and talks about is the oh. long Halloween. So. And I felt bad saying it because I know how passionate he's about it. And I love the book. Like, I love the book. So it's something that's, you know, I don't think you get the same weight in part one that you get reading the book. Like, it's not as heavy. I, I haven't seen it yet, so, so I won't let you know. You haven't seen it? No, I'm waiting until part two so I can watch it in one shot. See, that's what I should have done. You should have said, you should have put that in my mind because I, I probably would have. I've been <laughs> saying it. I'm not going to buy it till it's on one disc. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So sticking in DC, uh, we got word. There's word actually yesterday. We got word that the Injustice movie, which we heard was coming, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, gets set their voice cast for the film. Mm-hmm. So, of I have course, no idea who any of these people are, by the way. Of course, <laughs> Injustice Gods Among Us is was the video game, and then Tom Taylor also did a book, yeah, on it. So, I love I, I remember when I got the game and I played it, it was a story that I loved. Um, it's, it's something, perfect for the game, yeah, and it's something that uh was try was attempted in live action, like. Parts of it anyway, <laughs> or would have been, we put it that way. But um, it's cool that we're getting an animated form. So the animated film coming up, the voice stars Justin Hartley as Superman. If you don't know who he is, Pete, he's one of the actors on This Is Us. Oh, that um, show? Is that the yes. show that makes everyone sad? Yes. Yeah, I don't watch that. <laughs> Anson, <laughs> Anson Mount is Batman. Laura Ooh. Bailey as Lois Lane. And Ramakushna. Zach Callison as Damien and Jimmy Olsen, Brian T. Delaney as Green Lantern, Brandon Michael Hall as Cyborg, Edwin Hodge as Mr. Terrific and Killer Croc, Oliver Hudson as Plastic Man. Oliver Hudson is Kate Hudson's younger brother and also an actor. Okay, thank you. You didn't know who he was. Jillian Jacobs as Harley Quinn, Yuri Lowenthal as Mirror Master, Flash and Shazam. Flash and Shazam. Well, he's got a busy, busy job. Derek Phillips as Nightwing, <clears throat> excuse me, and Aquaman. Kevin Pollock. You don't Eric know who Holzman? Kevin Pollock is? Eric Holzman? You don't know who Kevin Pollock is? No, who's Kevin Pollock? All right. Um, he's been in a lot of movies. If you saw him, you'd know who he is. Okay. I'm not good with actors. Kevin Pollock as the Joker and Jonathan Kent. Anika Noni Rose. She was in Dream Girls. Mm-hmm. She was on Power. She did the voice in Princess and the Frog. You ever seen any of those? That's where she's from. Okay. She will be Catwoman. Reed Scott as Green Hour and Victor Zaz. Faran Tahir as Ra's al Ghul. Fred Test- 
Tadashiri, I guess, as Captain Adam, Janet Farney as Wonder Woman, and Andrew Morgado as Mirror Master Soldier. Like just the 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 characters that they're voicing is like really interesting because that's a huge, huge ensemble DC cast, and uh, I can't wait to see where you know guys like Mirror Master fit in all this. This is really fascinating stuff. Um, Injustice isn't really my thing. It's good. I think it's really good. I own volumes. I'm looking at them right now on my mm-hmm. bookshelf. I love the game. I love playing it. The storyline's not my favorite. Um, it's too just bleak for me when it comes to my superheroes but it, it's good i can't deny it um i'll check it out uh i'm looking forward to it the animation looked interesting i don't know i want to see it in motion before they just released right. one, one still of the trinity um and it just looks a lot of thick a lot of thick lines a lot of thick stroke uh so which i, I mean i'll check it out obviously but um it's i'm not like as excited for this as I am long Halloween. And it's been tough for me not to watch the long Halloween. <laughs> I'll say that much. So, um, yeah, I mean, but I'm going to check it out regardless, but it's very interesting. I will say, I was wondering when I first started reading the article, I was like, Oh, I wonder if they're going to include elements of the second game. But the fact that Supergirl's not in it, it clearly is. Isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's solely like based the second on the game first more game. actually. Yeah. Where they use God's eye and stuff. Yeah. 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 That's cool. I like I like I like both games. They're both um, fun, yeah. I just thought the first one because of I don't where like it went. the suits. Okay, well, you can change those. I know, <laughs> I, but I still don't like them. It's like I change from something ugly to something uglier. That's just my personal <laughs> opinion, though. So, like when I get the Flash and I can just use it as Jay Garrick and it's the skin, I'm like, this is this is all I need. It looks uh-huh. like Jay Garrick, right? So yeah, so as you said, the amount of names I mentioned, even though I've only know a couple of the actors. Everyone was hyped for this chick to play Harley Quinn, so I'm really yeah. interested to see what happens. So it's going to be the you scope know me, of I'm this. a Tower Strong guy. Yes, I know. And you've interviewed her numerous times. Yeah. So Pete, they're they're friends. They're BFFs. Pete and Tara go way back. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> so yeah, man. So the, like I said, there's the scope. Like you and you said this as well. The scope and how many characters are in it. I wonder how long it's going to be. You know, like, I'm very interested in yeah. seeing that. And be... like you said, like there's a whole other story to tell. Yeah. You know, there's a sequel. So, yep. And you can take some from Taylor's book. So there's material. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. It's one of the titles that when I hear like when DC does these titles and they're not typical, I guess it's usually the ones I'm going to have the most interest in. So this mm-hmm. one, I'm going to soul the dragon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I'm interested to see how this, this comes together. So, all right, I think that's about it. Yep. Anything, anything else, Pete, you want to discuss? Um, be on the lookout. I just uh, I just signed a new deal for uh, for a book I'm writing. Uh, the auto, It's an autobiographical tale about Eric Holzman. <laughs> from Fish Sticks to Florida, the true story of Long Island's Aquaman. And back. And back. Yes. Yes. So Fish sticks to Florida and back. Back. The true story of Long Island's Aquaman. So uh in the process of writing that, so just keep an eye out. Um well, you know, I'm I'm in talks with numerous publishers and everyone's really excited to see just because there's some stories I haven't even shared with you guys. Like it's the <laughs> Eric is almost like folklore. You know, when so. it's adapted to a movie, I better get to play myself in it. No, I, I, I would. It, Dolph Lundgren has to play you. <laughs> He's so much, so much older than me. But, well, it would be old man Holzman, and then you'd have to like travel <laughs> back in time to see yourself as a young Aquaman, and that's the, the, that's it. Like it's the multiverse, you know, like like okay. Zack Snyder's Justice League. All right. Well, you know, if you need any, if you need any, um. Any fleshing I know, out I know, of any of I the know stories? I know about you. I've got this. this is you funny. can, you know, let me know and I'll help you flesh them out. I, I've, like, I've got this. I'm a, I've got an encyclopedia. And this, wait a minute. How did I not know about this? This is an unauthorized book? And the book? This is an autobiographical tale, yes. Well. Yeah. So. Have I, I have all the rights. No, you don't. Because I, I, I do. I have it. all the right. I, this, I'm not sitting here tracing anything. I have all the rights to do this. I'm not doing anything illegal. All right. Well, if I sue you, you know you why. You can. I, I have. I have your your mother signed off on it. 
So your mother and your sister, your mother and your sisters. It was majority vote. They signed off on it. Doesn't matter. I you were you were you got some you guys got a little bit more talking to do than the royal family does. As long as I get to as long as I get to read it before it comes out, you can read it, but you have like no creative input. Yes, I do. No, it's it's about you, written by me about you. Oh, so it's like a slanderous book. No, (laughs) what? Slanderous. Well, I think it's libel. Prentice I libel. think I think you're insane. This is you know, and then I, that's you know, it, I have another. I well, I have two books I'm writing right now, but that's just one of the two of them. So, well, I guess it's a good time to tell you that I got authorization to do your calendar, your shirtless calendar. So, oh god. Look out for that, guys. You got, you got to get those photos. Those photos are <laughs> oh, your brother hooked me up. Your brother. I, yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> yup, he hooked me up. So, and let me tell you, ladies, ladies, you're gonna want this in your in your stocking on Christmas. No one's that's gonna for sure. want this. No one's gonna want this. <laughs> yes, I think no everyone watches. Heck, even maybe some gentlemen. Out there, might I think it. you've got a better shot at using Lauer <laughs> and getting some sales. No, no, this is all Lauer's about you. Lauer's physique buddy. is way more in line with what the ladies are after. Dad hmm. bots are in. That's all I'll say. I guess. All right, we've clearly driven this train off the tracks. So just be on the lookout for my new book <laughs> and the calendar. Anyway, um, all right, Pete. Plug away. Tell people what you're doing, where they can uh, find you. Yeah. Don't forget, uh, the book will be on Amazon, obviously. <laughs> um, you can find me on social media, uh, all forms of social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, Zack Snyder's favorite, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, don't forget to follow this podcast, Straight Out of Gotham, on Twitter and Instagram, at Straight underscore O underscore G. Facebook group, Facebook page. Check those things out. Check out Italians for Spidey. Uh, that's me, Sausage and Meatball, talking about Spider-Man stuff. Uh, the Italian uh, Spider-Man Podcast Coalition. Uh, check out at Team Yellow Oval on Twitter uh, as we just reached 200 followers. So thank you, everyone who's been following that and helping just champion the Yellow Oval. Uh, check out uh, Batman on Film proper for my reviews of comic books and toys. Check Batman on Film YouTube for my interviews with Tara Strong and Michael Uslin. And uh, Eric's got uh, interviews with Rebecca Romaine on there too. So check out yes. Batman on Film YouTube for aquaman and mystique uh the crossover everyone wanted um and uh that sounds like the plan stan go take it away all right so as you guys know you can find me on twitter and instagram at finally 33 spell finale 33 also check us out on facebook on our facebook group and our Mm -hmm. facebook show page um the group is actually growing we are adding members so i'm I'm very very happy about that Uh, you can also check out Coming soon, um, I will be reviewing Titan Season 3 on yeah. that film. So yeah. you guys will be able to find my reviews there. Uh, we, As you know, we, the trailer was released recently. Um, I don't think we talked about that, Pete, but I'm... Uh, <laughs> Put it on the rundown for the next one. <laughs> but uh, I'm after seeing it, I'm very, very interested in, in what's, going, what's to come. So uh, look forward to that. Um, we're going to be discussing, Pete, we have to discuss... Uh, Iceberg Lounge. An Iceberg Lounge, yeah. Maybe after the Suicide Squad comes out, we could do something. We should do Iceberg it before. Lounge-ish. We should have a pre-show. Um, we should have a hype show for Suicide Squad. And then we have a post-show. Maybe we could do that. We'll make a nice special weekend thing. So look out for that, guys. Look out for the Iceberg Lounge. Uh, we're definitely going to be propping something up there soon. Um, also, we're going to start doing more SOG tonight. I haven't told Pete this, but we're going to, going to start doing them. <laughs> So look for, look forward to those. I'm not against them. <laughs> look forward I just to those. Your stickers. I'm not against them. Yeah. See, there's one. Oh, you can't see it. Sorry. I'm thinking this is video and everyone could see. <clears throat> but um, Pete actually has this nice little SOG tonight sticker on his microphone that he's I recording do. it. So it it's actually great. a pin. That's a pin. Okay. So he has one of those. So yeah, guys, check us out again. T Public. You can find all our swag there. Mm-hmm. Um, the stickers, pins. T-shirts, obviously. T-shirts, yes. Um, Masks, phone cases. Pillows. Pillows, yeah. Anything you guys want with our logo to support us, go to TeePublic and find it there. And uh, I believe that's it. 
Yes, sir. All right. So for Pete Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time.